Hello, Guardians, and welcome to episode 63 of Voices of the Vanguard. This is your host, Sully Games. And we finally, uh, we got Fog back in the Destiny world, so. Um, my team, once again, we got to final boss. Uh, so we got the Atheon and VOG Saturday night, very similar to. When we got the final boss in Deep Stone Crit, and we just, for the life of us, could not finish the raid. Um, but I'll kind of go over some of, like, it's very similar for the most part, um, compared to D1. There's a few slight changes, um, mechanically compared to what we saw in D2. Um, really the only biggest change is at Atheon, so back in D1 with Atheon at Oracles, um, there would be six Oracles that would spawn in, um, either to uh, past, future, or Venus, Mars, on however you want to uh, You phrase that in your terms of communication with your team, but there would be six Oracles to the team that got teleported. They would kill all six Oracles, come out, and you go DPS for the new VOG and D2, there are going to be three oracles that spawn in the locations where people get teleported, and you have three oracles where the three people stay in the throne room. Um, and then you just got to make your call out and hit the oracles. Realistically, that's the only big change in this, uh, mechanically in this raid. Um, but overall, like, it's nice to have VOG back. Um, you know, I got a fairly nice roll on a Fatebringer. Fatebringer feels really good. Um, that is at a 140 RPM. Um, I haven't gotten Vex, Vex Mythic class yet. I got a few carried, or a few runs in VOG, so hopefully this doesn't take me very similar back to D1. But, um, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been pretty much since VOG's been out, I've been running VOG with my clan. Uh, we've been getting some Sherpas, we've been knocking out some Triumphs, um, we've been trying to figure out some different ways to kind of have fun and cheese Atheon, and of course there's a few of them that are out there. Um, we've also done it legit a few times, but we're having a pretty, pretty fun with the raid. I mean, a lot of people are coming, starting to come back in the clan, so we're getting some new faces, uh constantly playing with this um so that's nice what else did we well, i don't think we got anything that week other than vog um it was a pretty slow week obviously with the raid dropping that week not gonna be a whole lot that goes um With it, and then we got... Oh, we got the story mission. Um, for life me, I can't think what it's called. I mean, story mission's cool. Um, I would say it's the worst one out of, like, the... Story missions we've received so far. Because uh, Harbinger was, I thought, really cool. Um... 
I think Prestige. Uh, that one was a. F I really liked that one. I thought the story, uh, the lore and everything on that was really good. I felt like that was a pretty good story mission. Um, and this one, I mean, it's not like god awful, but like there's a lot of platforming. Um, obviously you can kind of like level up your uh, your glove and like you're able to like unlock stuff for it. Um, but I would definitely be running this a few more times. I kind of there to try to get it under ten minutes. I need to do that. Um, but maybe uh, once I get a few more runs into it, maybe my opinion changes and I kind of like it a little bit more. But uh, but yeah, right now I feel like it's definitely the worst one out of the three story missions. Um, so yeah. But still fairly decent. Um, so, I'm trying to think. What else? What else have we been doing? I think, yeah, just VOG. Just we've been vibing since that dropped on Saturday. Um, we gotta continue to really push ourselves to become, like, and better in, like, more challenging PvE activities so that we can finally get a day one clear. Um, of a raid, I mean, since back to back time, so with the new raid dropping, we did get it to the boss and just kind of get past it. Um, I think we're gonna hop straight into TWAB. I mean, this is a pretty heavy TWAB this week. Um, I mean, you kind of go from there, there's a lot of a lot of changes being made to stasis we won't be reading everything because i mean it is a lengthy twab and we'll kind of go from there we'll kind of make some notes on maybe on is it going to be enough what else i need to do we'll kind of go from there from that point so uh, typically we do kind of end with twab but we're going to kind of put twab kind of in the middle in this week's episode. Alright, this week at Bungie, uh, we expose vulnerabilities in the Vex network. It's another jam-packed week of Season of the Splicer content. Guardians have infiltrated deeper into the Vex network through the new Expunge mission, and a new override six-player activity is now available on Tangled Shore. Oh, actually, yeah, I did forget to mention the new override mission. Um... Being on the Tangled Short. I felt like this was definitely the worst one. I It felt like the last two two have been like the first, you know, part when you're trying to like hack into the system and open up. There was like no ads whatsoever so i was like that's kind of weird because i mean the other two there's just plenty of enemies to kind of just shoot and work on bounties and just get work on getting catalysts but this felt very dense i only did it a few times just because i was always running vog so once again maybe it's just kind of like really was paying attention type thing but and then yeah still no uh Scorn uh, champions, which thank God for right now. But 
anyways that we did actually get to do. And the boss is kind of pretty easy. The mechanics really not that hard. I mean, granted, the other two haven't been either, but week two has been the best override, I think. Um, over the weekend, full blast, we're going to open for the first time in Destiny 2 Fire Teams of Guardians. I started down into its depth. Do agree with familiar feelings and new twists. Here is a quick teaser if you step, in, step inside yourself. Uh, we won't watch that. Uh, there are some initial worries that a new bug a lot of players do once again yet defeat Atheon. However, some additional testing showed that it has adapted over the years and it is not easy to pers persuade off the legends. We'll continue to keep an eye on things. Uh, speaking of keeping an eye on things, we've got pleasure of watching along. It's World's First Raged. But over the weekend, it's always exciting to get to watch Fire Team face off against the great content. If you've missed it, go dig it up. A VOD from your favorite creator, or check out the replay of Roman and Rag following the raids with their raid day tailgate. They did an awesome job, which I'm sure they did. They always do really good content. Uh, thousands of teams lined up to take on the whole class, but to end, there were there can only be one world's first fire team that time around simply clearing the raid was just the first leg of the race. Teams then had to finish it and again the self additional challenges to complete the tempo's edge triumph. Uh Clan Asylum not only finished the initial or first, but no one was able to catch them as they pushed their way through the challenges that followed and crossed the finish line. And congrats to them. Um This kind of feels like I guess Dickish, but uh, they did actually interview um, some of the clan mates that did get the world's first. I'm actually going to skip over this. Um, so I have actually read this. They do actually give some really good thoughts and stuff, but um, since this is a pretty lengthy swap with a lot of stasis updates coming uh, next Thursday, I believe. So, oh, I dig into this. All right, slow down. I'm just going to keep this short and introduce Sandbox lead Kevin Yanes to give us an update on Stasis on behalf of our gameplay team. They have a lot to say, so let's go get to it. All right, so I got to kind of figure out how I want to do this because maybe I do read all of it because... I don't know. That, there's a lot. I don't know. Let's see. Right. So, Ice Ice Baby. First, let's chat about Stasis, our first damage type in Destiny and the newest to join the field. Uh, we've heard a lot of feedback about Stasis since the launch alongside Beyond Light in Season 12. And we've been using that feedback to help shape the future of the damage type. It's clear the vision and for crowd control in PvE is exceeding, and players are finding it both useful and fun. We love how Stasis plays in PvE, and we want to preserve that experience. But we agree with many in the PvP community who say that Stasis is too dominant in the Crucible for too little effort or skill required. Which is very true. Um, for the last few weeks, we've been open with you that we're taking the feedback to heart and working on hard to reel in this great new power. We adore, we adore the long legacy of Bungie PvP games and want the PvP combat sandbox to live up to that 
configuration. Uh, this means we want the crucible to be as fun for as many players as possible while also serving up those moments of skillful execution and incredible plays. It's a tightrope to walk, and frankly, we are overcorrected during the development with concerning rather stasis would live up to arc solar void stasis and crowd control are key components of destiny's combat sandbox they're not going anywhere we need a, a, it is up to us to ensure stasis plays well across all activities regardless of skill level what you'll find detailed in this club is a series of changes we believe will more evenly position stasis alongside void solar and arc subclasses as an equal option rather than the dominant while retaining what's fun about the ability set. We'll see if they can pull that off. Find out Thursday, I guess. Alright, so I need a weapon. Uh, since the first taken, we've been slowly creeping towards the crew sport. It feels like gameplay, gunplay has taken a backseat our Sweet cosmic magical power. We believe this is the wrong place for the crucible to be. And we want to shift that balance towards core weapons. To us, the crucible plays best when weapons and abilities have complementary use usage in any given encounter when we set out to define what our vision looked like for the future of Guardian versus Guardian combat. It boiled down to a few pillars. Uh, weapons are a primary way players engage with combat, non super ability. Or the combat, but should rarely solve an encounter by themselves. Abilities have clear strengths and weaknesses in counterplay. Build crafting is rewarding within the moment-to-moment -moment combat loop of destiny. Um, so I definitely like to kind of see weapons become like a big focus in like PvP because obviously they're weapons shooting. So it should be a big focus, but I'm not, I hope we don't kind of get back into, which I don't necessarily think we were just because on how weapon loadouts are compared back into year one of Destiny 2, but that was a very boring Crucible. I think definitely now I kind of agree we're in a really weird subclasses are just, an ability spamming is just too dominant right now. So I do agree with that, so let's hopefully they don't overcorrect that and make it too stale, but I guess time is gonna tell with some of these like updates and stuff. Alright. So behind the scenes we've been executing on these pillars by planning out a roadmap of patches that we believe will not only get stasis to where it needs to be for PvP, but also to set up the shift of the PvP combat sandbox is meaningful way toward more gunplay. Don't make a promise. Our first batch on this roadmap was released in March and was developed separately alongside Season 14. Unfortunately, due to the pieces already moving at the time, some changes were made that buffed stasis and were not consistent with their goals. We're working hard to ensure that when we release hotfix patches, we can align all of those moving pieces and exist more cohesively. Uh, please pardon our dust as we work to get fixes in the new future. And the new features out to you in a timely manner. Next, we have some details for next week's hotfixes below. As you will see, the year 
are a lot of changes to go over here, and they are focused on stasis. This patch is something we've moved up from Season 15 to help smooth over some of the pain points players have been feeling, and it's important to note there. Here, that shifting over for focus, like, this comes at a considerable cost to the team, so like that mid-season patches of this scope will become a regular occurrence. Once the patch has shipped, we'll be diving back into season 15 where we'll be planning on deliver another balanced patch focused on updates to the light subclasses while continuing to iterate on stasis. The goal here is to address some key pieces of feedback to make more of the light subclasses viable across the game, which I've typically still always run light subclasses and crucible, so hopefully um, Stormcaller on Warlock receives a nice little buff. Uh, I just kind of run Blade Barrage, I guess, on Hunter for super shutdown, and then what do I run on Titan? I run a little bit of anything on Titan. I think Slam. Weapon, or hammers. I run hammers on Titan. But be interesting to see what happens with those. Uh, after season 15, things become a little bit more dubious because we're still early in development. What I can talk about are areas of focus to help paint a picture of where we're headed. We'll be looking at the ability of regeneration rate and redesigning how the ability, energy, and economy works across the game. Our goal here is to keep the, the PvE experience largely similar to the state of the game today, but reduce how other abilities are used in Crucible. After that, we'll be taking a long, hard work at the Void Solar Art subclasses to re-examine each subclass path and how they fit to the combat system. Our best days are still ahead, but I would actually really agree with that. Uh, I know some of the feel is like a tease, and I hope speak to you all again in the future when we have more to show like joe mentioned in our beyond the light vidoc 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 uh destiny's best days are still ahead of us i truly believe that our love for the game burns bright i hope what's within above speaks to that and it inspires you all the way i feel inspired when i think of the, our future with that i'll hand it over to gameplay designer eric smith so he'll talk to you to come coming balance patch balancing patch part why is this just take me anywhere. Oh, just me that soundtrack. Interesting. Okay, uh, keen up. Eric Smith. Hey, Guardians. The combat gameplay team is currently working on changing the stasis gameplay abilities aimed at improving the stasis experience in Crucible. We had originally played. This ship these changes in Season 15 alongside a larger subclass balance patch, but we're decided to move several of the stasis gameplay changes up to a hotfix 3.2.0.3, which is planned to go live on Thursday, June 3rd. We're still hard at work on additionally ability changes that will launch in Season 15 and 16, but we wanted to get these stasis changes to the player's hand sooner rather than later without further ado. Here are the changes. Uh, this is huge to kind of get this stasis update up early i mean especially for the pvp community so i'm really happy to see that they did this and to bump it up for uh next thursday um so yeah uh let's see kind of going to see what some of these nerfs are going to be definitely no buffs <laughs> all right general stasis stasis freeze 
Uh, reduce the duration of all nine super freezes versus players to 1.3.5 or 1.35 seconds. Uh, the free no, this freeze is too short to break out of, so breaking out of this is not only possible in Frozen by a super, which is kind of nice. Um, reduce special weapon, heavy weapon, and light ability bonus damage versus Frozen players from 50 to 5. Okay, so I think both of these... Okay, I, I want to say this lines up to the new exotic sidearm, the 77 k's freeze time because i feel like that freeze time is not very long um so that's nice and then reduce special heavy and light ability bonus damage versus frozen players uh from 50 to 5 i would have liked to maybe also seen a lower and kinetic but once again it is kinetic so that's something i think they can kind of go back and change but i think these are big uh stasis slow uh these are the big changes here too uh stasis slow no longer reduces weapon accuracy which is huge uh now increases weapon flinch when under fire which that's i think a good trade-off there uh no longer suppresses class ability and, and air move uh icarus dash uh non-issue the storm Connor storm callers Monic Blink is still suppressed when slow. Do we plan to address this in the future release? Well, rip that. There goes my Stormcaller buff. Uh, reduce movement speed penalty while slowed by 20%. Uh, okay, so Whisper of Hitron's Fragment no longer increases weapon damage after freezing. Now increases weapon stability, weapon aim assist, mobility, resilience, and recover after freezing. Very good trade-off in my opinion. You're, and you're actually getting a lot of other things with that too. Uh, Whisper of Rhyme Fragment no longer provides overshield while it's super. Interesting. Cold snap grenade. This is another big change. Uh, Seeker no longer tracks targets after initial target acquisition. Uh, increased aiming duration before Seeker spawns from 0.3 to 0.8. Reduce detection radius for players from 3 meters to 1.5 meters. Now bounces off walls and detonates on the ground. Okay, Titan Behemoth. Looking at recent gameplay data, the Behemoth generally has the highest one rate of any subclass in most 6v6 game modes and also among the strongest in 3v3 game modes in Trials of Asari Magic. For example, only Top Tree Downblade has a higher one weight. We've taken these strengths into account when balancing the Behemoth's abilities between Shiver Strike and Cryoplasm, and Behemoth has incredibly high mobility, making them Making targeting at the behemoth frustrating for controller players, and particularly, we've taken steps to make the behemoth more targetable while moving, which should hopefully activate, alleviate some of the frustration. Uh, Shiver Strike, reduce light speed and distance, reduce knockback versus players, remove slows detonations on player impact. Cryoclism now requires the Titan to sprint for. 1.25 before activation when not super remove co remove cooldown 
how the storm reduced angle of initial freezing slash damage cone reduced crystal creation freezing radius slowed down sequence of crystal formation to allow victims more opportunity to escape now spawns a small crystal on walls if performed into walls on uh, the glacial quake reduced heavy slam vertical freeze range versus players reduced damage resistance from 50 to 47 okay some pretty solid changes there so i guess we'll kind of see on how that all turns out the behemoth is definitely very annoying to go up against great to have on your team fantastic but going against not so much um hunter's revenant uh the revenant's crucible one rate kills per minute average efficiency it's generally within the top six of all subclasses but the usage rate is incredibly high the tri trials of osiris matches it as the fifth highest one ray of any subclass tree, but it's used by a whopping 36% of trials players. The high usage means players fall victim to to its abilities more often, manipulating its frustration of being slowed by Wuthering Blade and Winter Shroud. Uh, we hope that this change we've made a lot to being slowed, paired with adjustments to the Rivnet's riv riv abilities make the experience better. Uh, with one blade, reduce slow duration for players from 2.5 to 1.5. Uh, reduce whispers of durance slow duration extension for players from 2 to 0.5, which is nice. Reduce damage for players from 65 to 45 after one bounces. Reduce further to 30. Uh, reduce projectile speed by 10%. Reduce tracking off bouncing off of walls. Some nice changes there. Uh, Winter Shroud. Uh, reduce slow durations for players from 2.5 to 1.5. Reduce whispers of during slow duration extensions versus players from 2 to 0.05. Jesus. And then Cold Snap Seeker no longer has increased movement speed or travel distance. Cold Snap Seeker now spawns on small stasis crystals on detonation. Uh, some some nice changes. I think sixty five to forty five for damage is nice. Uh, cutting a second off of uh, the slow is nice, and then that you know one point five there to the slow extension, and then after it bounces off, it does goes down to reduced to thirty for damage. So nice change there. Um, so yeah, we'll kind of see on how that super pans out. I think the biggest one with, it's annoying with, uh, Revenant as a super, it's just kind of like, it's definitely a, um, zone super, like, so you can definitely, you're able to kind of get the other team a little bit more panicked and, you can use that to kind of get settled uh, in a certain location. So, let's see if that continues to be kind of like the big focus point with that super. All right. So, Warlock Shade Bender. 
the shape and increased boost performance is generally within the top 10 of all subclass trees and shape trials levels. Iris matches it had the ninth highest win rate of all sub subclass trees, by the way, on all this data from the weekend of 5-14-21, but it really doesn't debate much between weekends. Fall the launch weekend shook things up a bit, though, while the shape bender may not be the most powerful and competitive play, being frozen by its abilities, take a large emotional toll on the victim. We adjusted uh, blast or acquire more accuracy for its players in order to turn the ability into more of a skill shot, given its powerful effects. Uh, penumbral blast reduced taking, reduced tracking and proximity detonation size by tracking versus players. Reduced freeze radius versus players when packing the environment from 2.7 meters to one and a half meters. Ice Flare Bolts, uh, Secret now only chains once while spawn from players shatter, and then Winter's Wrath, Freezing Fragiles, uh, Tracking Shrink now, uh, Zero After Two of Life. Uh, we hope all these changes have a positive impact on your Crucible experience while the gameplay team is still very busy on working. On future releases, Crucible and the PvP community are incredibly important to us and will continue to monitor gameplay data and community feedback regarding stasis and subclass abilities. In general, we'll continue to up stasis until its win rate and usage rates are in line with the light subclasses. Expect more updates in the future. Um, so yeah, this is really nice to kind of get this new stasis uh, update because this was supposed to launch sometime next season. They're bumping it up to next Thursday. Um, I'm interested to see if this is definitely enough for uh, Crucible. But I definitely do think this is a start to kind of help eliminate some of the headache that the PvP players and their communities have been having. So bravo to budgie to kind of actually bump this up um i will definitely be kind of keeping my eye and playing crucible to kind of see if i'm noticing if uh anything out of that and for that i think realistically twab is done i mean we got some known issues said it was a pretty lengthy twab this is a really nice poster by the way um I guess we'll actually look to myth artist of the week. Both of these are kind of nice. This is kind of cool. Um, thanks for tuning your way through this mini twop to get you back on your day. I'll just leave this, leave you with this. Supplicants only want hugs. Please show them some affection. Negative Cosmo. Not show the supplicants some affection that they do not want hugs. All they want to do is pull up and kill you. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think this is huge. This whole pushing this stasis up. I mean, we still need maps. Um, we need some new gameplay modes in Crucible. I mean. You know, obviously, I think control clash. Um, you know, you need control clash. I think rumble. I, you, know, you obviously you have your comp. You have elimination. You have some of your harder, hardcore player stuff. Um, 
But like you need, they need to bring in some some fun game modes, man. Like they need to bring back Rift. Um, uh, just other random game modes too. I mean, just to try out. Um, you know, I think they they got a huge start here helping out the the PVP sandbox with uh the stasis nerfs. So let's hope that that kind of uh changes things and makes things a little bit more balanced in the game of Crucible. Um, they obviously they want to talk about they want to get um weapons to become a bigger priority with the PvP and Destiny 2, which I'm definitely a fan of. Um, I don't want it to be uh completely weapon skill based. Um, but I have no problem with that. As somebody who I guess very rarely ability spams in PvP. So like I'm a big fan of seeing more of a gunplay um become a big focus in the PvP directory for combat, but like obviously I mean abilities need to be there. They need to be the game needs to feel like you're powerful. Like um so definitely some really good changes. Um coming, you know, this next Thursday we have a little bit of information with you know light subclasses, you know, getting some type of work, you know, we kinda have an idea on in terms of the combat style in PvP, uh what we're Bungie wants to give to the community. Um so I mean and that's a I think the biggest thing. I think that will help out, you know, comp. I think that will help out trials with if this nerf to stasis falls in line and brings stasis down to kind of like the light ability subclasses i think those will i mean it would just in general help out all of crucible in my opinion um so but other than that i mean they need to deliver they need to give us some maps um they need to give us uh some more game modes i mean you deliver those two things i think that'd be a big help for not even just your hardcore pvp community but i know a lot of especially a lot of people from my clan who just kind of just whatever pvp is just it's there you know you bring in some fun game modes i think you could get some people in there and it will also kind of help if pvp kind of you know enjoyable for people um you know it'll help out when you know there's times where the seasons you get towards the end of the season and just the pve content maybe not there you know just because we're at the end of the season you know people have done override two thousand times they're just kind of like all right i'm burnt out on this um so hopefully everything will start clicking uh for the pvp side and destiny that'd be huge i'd be very happy to see that um because the pvp community needs it they need something um i think we're like over 600 days now without a new pvp map um you know bring some new old maps that they took out of the rotation bring them back put them in the rotation um you know something give them a little bit of love um and especially somebody like me who's been playing a little bit more crucible of that recently this next weekend or not next weekend this next week will be kind of 
a very slow week for me in Destiny. I'm actually going to be working a lot of overtime, so. But I do plan on hopping in on Thursday, trying to get a little bit of uh, a feel of the new stasis uh, nerfs. So hopefully that drops fairly early on Thursday. I don't have any issues, so I can get in, get some matches in before work. Um. So yeah, I mean, I'm very happy to see that they bumped this up to this season. As I said, supposed to be a season 15. Um. I mean, as I always said, like they, you hear people complain that you know Bungie doesn't listen. Blah 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 blah. I mean, they listen. Things things take time. Um, you know, I'm very happy to see that they're taking this and bumping this up. I think this is a huge, a huge move and bravo to Bungie. Um, I, I think realistically that's kind of it. Um, kind of a shorter, I guess, podcast. I think it's still like 30 something minutes. Um, I think we'll have we'll have a little bit more to kind of talk about on the next week's podcast because I'll actually kind of get a little bit more involvement in the story missions. I mean, we'll have the new stasis update out. We can talk about that. Um, I guess I can get a little bit more details about VOG. Um, but regardless, then we're gonna end it there. Um, so you know you can find your host Sully Games on Twitch, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. Uh, Facebook, and then obviously YouTube, at, you know, Solly underscore underscore games, I'll be dropping links down below, um, you know, I want to kind of challenge myself a little bit more, I think once, in the next few weeks, once work kind of slows down, I think we're going to start challenging ourselves, we're going to kind of venture out new games, uh, we're going to do some things in Destiny, uh, I just want these next few weeks, they're going to be busy. I'm going to tell you what, they're going to be real busy between content, work. Um, so we'll kind of see on what we do through these next few weeks. But I, I am brainstorming some ideas in the terms of my YouTube uh, live streaming. Um, just other things, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, we're brainstorming some stuff. We're going to just gonna be super busy these next few weeks um but some exciting stuff i'll tell you what some exciting stuff i have planned but i think we're gonna end it there so eyes down guardians